welcome to After Adult. I'm Rachel. I'm Adrian. Um, it's been so long since we recorded an episode. So it's been literally ten minutes. It's been yeah, it's been ten <laughs> minutes since we recorded the last episode. We peed. We got new water. Yep. We had a cupcake. So good. Oh my god, your cupcakes are so good. Thank you. Oh. Um, Y'all, Rachel's a fantastic baker. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. I made them yes. for Bay's birthday. Yes. Oh my god. You're so lucky. He's so lucky. I came out. over here because I knew we were going to record at your place, and I also knew that, like, okay, I'm going to Rachel's house. Rachel's probably going to offer me a baked good. I should just plan for that because I track all my macros, and so I was like, I'm going to leave some room for some sort of cakey thing. You know I'll bake you something whenever you want. I would never impose upon you like that. But I will, however, come to your house and just expect to be offered baked oh, goods. Okay. <laughs> We're at After Adult on Instagram. Um, please go to our Instagram and, and follow us. And also click the link in our bio to find out where you can listen to our podcast on all platforms. But especially on iTunes, we want your reviews. Because when we get to 1,000, Rachel's mom's going to come watch Boogie Nights with us and talk to us about her thoughts on porn. And Boogie Nights. And Boogie Nights. So we're going back to our regularly scheduled programming where we just talk about whatever topic we want to talk about. Um, Because this is our life. Because this is our life. This is our life down here. And we'll use it when we need it. there, it's their time. Sorry, I'm just going to say the entire speech from the cooties. (laughs) So... We kind of teased at the end that this was going to be a, a very Una special, a very special episode. Um, so Adrian, when she came in today, was like, "I have some exciting news to share with you," and I was like, "Ooh, give me that tea, girl." She was like, <laughs> "And I was like, sit down for this. Sit down for this. Let, Let me, me brew sh- this hot tea water. Let me show you this Quicken Books app." <laughs> And show you how much I made doing my private Snapchat mm-hmm. this quarter. Mm-hmm. I was like, private Snapchat? And basically, this episode, branching off that, is uh, should Adrian come out of retirement? <laughs> That's the question. That is the question. It's the question. It's the big question on my mind right now. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. you know the retirement age is really... It's creeping up there. It's no longer 55. Look, my parents are in their mid to late 60s, and they're just now retiring. And I've also, I'm being serious when I say that I have never lived a day in my life thinking I will retire at some, like, I've actually never operated that way. You know, like, I don't do, it's not that I don't have a retirement plan. Okay. I I thought it was, like, depressing financial things making you feel like, You'll never be able to retire. And oh. I was like, oh, girl, same. No, that is the case for sure. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. 100%. The, the economy is depressing. But that's just being a millennial. Like, that's, we all live that life. Unless you come from extreme wealth, like, you're going to be working until you die. Like, that's that's what we, have, have you ever looked at the taxes taken out for Social Security on your pay stubs and gone, Oh, this is great. I'll get I'll, this again I'll one never day. I'll get this again. <laughs> no, I look at that and I'm like, you fucking baby boomers. You take I everything. And, I look at it and go, <laughs> goodbye, money that I worked hard to make. See you never. Exactly. 
It's like, well, there goes that. Enjoy your old age. I mean, parents. my my Ever, views, everyone's parents, not just mine. My views on taxes are: I'm okay if I'm getting taxed. Oh, yeah. What if it's actually that I'll be able to get the benefits of being taxed? Mm-hmm. But I know that's not a benefit that I'm gonna get. Do, 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 Correct. Do. Awful. <laughs> Shit deal. <laughs> but that's not the type of retirement we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about the type of retirement when a porn star says. Goodbye, I'm retiring from the industry. The days of my vagina on the silver screen are over. And and I retire now to my boudoir of celibacy. And they and they release a bunch of videos <laughs> that they're their final videos to get that one last cash grab. And they make a a really like stark, depressing, like serious YouTube video. About retiring, which is what I actually did. It's like, I think that YouTube channel's long deleted, so it's no one's going to be able to see it now. But And then they yeah. go off into that cold, dark night, <laughs> never to have sex on film again. Mm-hmm. And then it's over. I don't know why I'm doing this voice. Yeah, I mean, your vagina is a dried up husk at this point. Oh my god, it's so, <laughs> yeah, well, you want to know why? Because do you know how old I am? You're a 31-year-old lady. I'm, do you know what that makes me? A geriatric porn star. It it puts me squarely in the MILF category. Woo-woo! Despite the fact that I have no children, never will, I'm a MILF. You're almost to the point of geriatric. Four more I know. Years and I'm actually, geri- I'm literally like a senior the, porn star. You could star. be in the like, geriatric pregnancy range. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you're 80 years old and you're pregnant, that's a that's a fetish, isn't it? I don't know. I'm just spewing words. It's 35 years old. Yeah. To be fair, my scenes were getting tagged as MILF when I was, like, 23, so. So. Because that's a thing. That's a thing in porn. It's like, if you have well, big this, boobs and this... hips, you're gonna get tagged as a MILF. Doesn't and also, matter you're just the stepmom. That's true. Because also, everything is apparently incest now. Have we talked about this? We talked about it a little bit. If you go to Pornhub.com, like, usually the top several scenes on there are, like, stepbrother, stepsister, stepmom, stepdad. Like, honestly, like, I, it's so prolific that I'm, like, slightly confused. But do I have a vendetta against it? I blame no. BC Andrews. Oh, I thought you were going to say George R. R. Martin. No, I'm going back even further. <laughs> Going to BC Andrew, Flowers in the Attic. Oh. Because without her, would we have had Southern Gothic incest literature? Definitely not. Probably yes, because people's minds, man. That's true. So, <laughs> to backtrack. It's from Flowers in the Attic, back to should Adrian should, on retire. It, was, it really was that she came in and she... You have a private Snapchat. Yeah, I was like, Rachel, did I tell you that I'm doing a Snapchat? And Rachel's like, yeah, I know you have said I was like, no, a paid Snapchat. And then it's like, oh, yeah, no, we haven't talked about this because I haven't seen you in two months, which is about when I started the Snapchat. You, it's fine. We the last separate time we, lives. The last time we talked about it, you were thinking about doing yeah, it. Yeah. And you said some really nice things that almost made me cry. Do you want me to say them again here so everyone can hear them? If you want to make me cry, go ahead. Okay, I want to make you... Well, I mean, I don't want... But if you... uh, I just feel like it's important to say it. That's a fetish, too, making people cry. So, one of the things that I 
So I started this podcast a year ago-ish doing it on my own because I realized that I needed an outlet and had a lot to say about my experiences and I just wanted to be able to talk about them in a place where, you know, I thought maybe some people would find it and enjoy listening to it. And then it's been a huge thing for me that Rachel has not only come on to co-host the podcast, but that she creates this very safe space where I can talk about my experiences. And now I'm looking at you now, Rachel, and I want to talk directly to you and that you have never judged anything and you're super fucking open-minded and like I just feel so comfortable with you and so it's really a lot because of doing the podcast with you and being able to have these conversations in a safe space that I have realized this summer that I'm not just okay with talking about the fact that I've done sex work I'm okay with doing it again yeah and also I'm a little irritated with myself i guess for having um waited tried so hard to distance myself from it you know just because it feels like the only way to survive sometimes as someone who has a history in sex work and it has been making a you know other choices like trying to not be in it anymore then i'm not saying this as well as i did when it wasn't being recorded but no i think but yeah so Rachel's like a huge part of me even considering doing any type of adult work again. And yeah, so, and thank you. You're welcome. And dude, I just want to support you in whatever you want to do. So if it's (laughs) that you want to go back to sex work, 100% for you. And if you like just want to do it a little bit on the side, again, 100% for you. It does bring up a really interesting question of mm-hmm. what are we going to call this podcast if you go back to sex work because it's after adult. <laughs> we think about the branding, Adrian. That's the only reason that you shouldn't go back. Yeah, you know what? The brand actually. Of this, this is a stupid idea. Never mind the whole thing. <laughs> I don't care about having a, a career or financial security. Really, what matters is the title of this podcast needs mm-hmm. to stay the same. It needs to make sense yeah. forever. Um, but no, really, like, I, after, after adult? So, what do you, so talk about a little bit what you do on your private Snapchat, like, things that you post, and... Private Snapchat is essentially, like, doing webcamming. So, Mm -hmm. like, there, there's nudity, there's, like, masturbation, it's, but it's more than that, like, it's actually, it's cool, it's really fun, I've been having fun with it, um... You said you've posted stuff and, about, like, your, like, you put your weightlifting yeah, videos on Yeah, I'll there, post so. v- clips from me powerlifting and, like, hitting PRs. Uh-huh. Um, I'll just post, like, daily stuff of, like, here's my dorky outfit today, like, so I definitely feel like it's a place where people who, you know, historically were fans of Siri, who mm-hmm. have not seen anything new for me because I retired four years ago. And now it's like a little bit of a more intimate kind of way. Oh, and also it's a way to like actually message me. If that makes sense. Cause I also made an Instagram account, Mm -hmm. which is at the real Siri PS because I can't, because to rag on Sesta Fosta for a minute, I definitely don't want to put porn star or the word porn or anything adult related like stands for pizza in the slut. username yeah the ps stands for pizza slut so it's the real siri ps on I instagram got the jam the jam that make you go which the work. you can all thank rachel work, for work, pizza work, slut work. too because that pizza butt 
Because you called me pizza slut. Sure, the first one. In. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so where was I? I'm like literally like getting too excited and getting myself. You're talking off track. about what you do on your like. If uh, I had yeah, a private yeah. Snapchat. Yeah, you would see me dyeing my armpits. Love it. I'm gonna do that next time with our yes. hairstylist because I'm <gasps> trying to stick with a more natural hair oh color. Love it. We yes. go the same person because we met her at a bar mm-hmm. when we were out one time. And she's amazing. Do you know that I've referred like four people to her? I just same. tell everyone to go to her. Same. Mm-hmm. And then the I, best. and then you'd see me baking. And then I guess you'd see my tits every once in a while, but yeah. probably not. Do you just want to let me know in the comments if you want to see, <laughs> if you want me to start a private Snapchat where you just see me play with my kitten. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, you can have an OnlyFans. Oh, OnlyFans is. I don't know what that is. OnlyFans is so it's essentially like you. A lot of people who don't even do like adult sex work directly like have OnlyFans at this point because it's it's a subscription based like web browser version of a social media network. Okay. But because it's behind a paywall, like you can post whatever you want. Like essentially, they're sex positive. A lot of sex workers do use it. But you can you can post whatever you want. It doesn't have to be censored. So like Okay. Yeah. So I know people who live here who like are just like regular ass people who are like, oh I've been only friends. <laughs> like <laughs> So I don't think I'd get I don't think I'd get any I don't think I'd get any people on there. You'd see me shave my legs like once a month, maybe if I feel like it. I guarantee you there's a lot of people out there who are like, oh, Oh, let me tell you, I let them grow real hairy before I shave them. Oh, I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it because I can't do it myself. Why and not? Because I can't handle having hairy legs for myself. I legitimately just don't give a shit. Yeah. See, I, I like that. I just don't care. I can grow my armpit hair out real long. No problem there. But the leg hair, I don't know. It like... I can feel the wind blowing through leg hair when it gets really long. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I feel like I'm wearing pants. Like, it just throws me off too much. I'm also, I basically <laughs> mostly work from home. So most of the time, like today, today I'm wearing a uh, a matching loungewear set. And my and also when I felt like the taking the best t-shirt off, literally ever invented. My uh, Celine Dion, my heart will go on metal shirt. This t-shirt is fantastic. Actually... Can, I, can we post a photo we'll of this t-shirt? A, we'll post a photo. I'll put a bra on. We'll post a photo. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever you need to do to be comfortable. Because it's going on the on the gram. But, um, <laughs> Rachel, we just need to post a photo of your t-shirt that you wear every time we record. Because this is the second time in a row. And, like, I feel like you always have good shirts. Avocado Adidas. Yes. Yeah. Cool. That'll yep. be it. Every time we record, you'll see a picture of my shirt. What's Rachel wearing? <laughs> Today it's Celine Dion metal. And also that's like a demon on it. That's fantastic. Yeah. And an upside down pentagram star. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just wearing my Robin Eisenberg. I like that like, shirt a lot too. Girls cruising in a car with some boba tea. I love this shirt. They're like in outer space in a, like a cute retro car. Mm-hmm. So fantastic. the reasons why you would do it are most, they're not mostly financial. Are we going to do a pro con list? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm going to get out. Our, I love those. I've been meaning to do special... this anyway, like, on my okay. own time, and I keep not doing it because I'm terribly disorganized. 
I'm going to get out our special notebook in which we write our show notes. Yes. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. So So, pros, financial independence. Yes. Which, I don't know how detailed I want to get with our listeners about finances, but like what I will say is I made good money doing porn the first time. Although I was married and my ex was essentially my employee slash assistant. So living in Los Angeles, supporting two people on one person's income, which is essentially just like a comfortable middle class Southern mm-hmm. California income, not millions of dollars, um, like like barely into the six figure range. Um, but also our, like our apartment was like close to $3,000 a month. So it's like, I was comfortable, yeah, but wasn't like getting rich or anything so but financial comfortability being comfortable feeling financially independent those things are obviously important to me like when i um left porn and went back to school i had to take out a shit ton of student loans again (laughs) i had already taken out student loans before but like a lot of my credits didn't transfer so i had to like take out more to finish up and anyway i went back into a whole bunch of debt so Money stresses me the fuck out, and it always has, but it's been really bad the last couple years. Mm -hmm. So having anything where I can be like, oh, like I'm not stressed out constantly about this is a massive relief. Mm -hmm. And also really good for mental health, I find. Yeah. And I mean, it's just... And one of the things we were also talking about before when we were like, oh, we should just record another episode all about this. Mm -hmm. That's how our process works, guys. Yeah. Um was like a lot of things have changed for you since you mm-hmm. left ton. California and retired and not just like like you know I've gotten older and wiser but like your body has physically changed yeah I've been powerlifting for years now whereas when I was uh in 2014 before I left the porn industry and like announced that I was retiring mm-hmm. I had a I mean that was pre Breast reduction surgery, mm-hmm. of course, which I've like made very clear that that's what I've had done um, on the new like Siri Instagram and everything. Even back then, like I was starting to get into lifting, but I wasn't really hardcore into right. it the way that I am now. You just have a healthier relationship, at least to me. Like over the yeah. past year, you have a healthier relationship with yourself, mm-hmm. with your body. I have an appreciation for what my body can do. Men- yeah. And that's like yeah. a and that's a pro in my mind at least to bring that agree experience to the I feel like that's sort of the 100%. way that the adult industry is moving anyway. It's less about like, oh, we want um sort of like typical porn star body we want people who are confident in their skin and also are okay with expressing Mm -hmm. their individuality and comfort in their skin it definitely seems like the industry has more room for it now and i mean this is a short four years have gone by but i definitely see a lot more room for different body types that are being more accepted into the mainstream like Mm -hmm. you know I, i have to say on the other hand there's still a very obvious rise in like the Instagram model body type. To if you your, know what your, I mean there. Your body is kind of the Instagram. I'm it's aware a, that I'm not far off the mark. Yeah. So I'm not trying to like other right. anyone. I, I'm going to include, because like, I, 
like I'm into the fitspo thing. <laughs> like I'm, I kind of am that a little bit. So I'm not saying it to criticize it, but I am saying that like the, the I mean Instagram model body type as in like Fashion Nova models. Oh, like wearing a corset and like like we're talking like extreme hip to waist ratio. Yeah, like extreme. Like KKW. Like, like yes, exactly. Like KKW. Like this is something that you can't really expect to attain with good genetics and luck. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not trying to like criticize that, but. I do think it's fair to say that, like, that's not super realistic for, like, yeah. everyone to, to achieve gonna, that, you know? I'm never like, going to be like that. Yeah. So well, I have I'm seen five, a huge four. rise in that as being, like, a really popular type of mm-hmm. model who is in the porn industry. And it's, like, it, I, I guess the positive there is, like, it's at least somewhat more accepting of thickness like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still like the thickness sir, in the, the right sir mix a lot thickness in the right places mm-hmm. but it's at least like still widening the definition of what is yeah you know considered like acceptable not acceptable isn't the right word but but what could make for a like a successful porn star in the industry. Yeah. And I think it's it's just going to keep getting more and more. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much more DIY now and, like, amateur stuff and, like, just couples who are just doing their own thing and, like, you know, sharing it w- publicly. Like, it's really interesting to me to see all of that and the fact that it's it was already like that when I retired years ago, but it's continued to grow. Okay, so here are the pros and cons that I have. Mm-hmm. Pros, financial independence. Mm-hmm. A pro is that your mental health is in a better place. Far so better. Can, well, I'm not in a relationship where I'm feeling manipulated constantly. <laughs> I am better single and ready to mingle. Better relationship with <laughs> your body. Mm-hmm. So you can be more confident and have more fun in the work you're doing. Yes. Um, and yes, yes, yes. Travel. I yes. put it in the cons as well because we are not a short drive to Silicon Valley. No, we're not. Um, we're not even really a short flight. No, we're not. Also, it would be a pain in the ass to travel frequently. You'd rack up those frequent flyer miles. I would do that, though. Here's the other thing, though. This is a pro in favor of, like, not moving. Because mm-hmm. I... It would take so much to convince me to move back to California. I love California. There's a lot to love there, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not in a space where I'd want to like live, especially cause like I have like the people that I'm closest to are all here or like on this side of the country, you know? Yeah. It's, and I also feel like it gives you like a healthy separation between the job and like your actual life Does the, that make the life that i've created for myself created now for yourself? yeah which i don't want to let go of yeah because yeah i'm cause, not trying to substitute one thing for another yeah because your life here is pretty awesome it is i mean i'm a part you're of just it. saying that because you're in it and you're you're entirely correct so so <laughs> but i think actually like oh it, it's i i have thought about financially like the cost of having to travel mm-hmm. and like do shoots and like fly ac- across the country for shoots mm-hmm. and 
I'm convinced that it would still be far cheaper to do that than to yeah. actually move to California. Because it's where we live now is far more affordable than living in LA or San Diego or probably also Vegas, although Vegas, Vegas is considerably, considerably cheaper. And there are direct Angeles, flights but... to LA now out of our airport. Oh, hey, hey. Yeah, on Southwest. That's fantastic. I love me some Southwest. Um, I think actually sort of the cons are, I don't want to say more interesting than the pros, but... There, there's I think some that, fairly large cons there's some to be fairly considered large here. Cons, yeah. And I think it's interesting to talk about how those cons are affected considering like how it was then mm-hmm. and how it is now. Yeah. So a big reason you left, other than you were also leaving a bad relationship, mm-hmm. was because of your relationship with your family, which you wanted mm-hmm. to improve. Mm-hmm. So... Talk about that more and yeah. how, like, how you think that would... Yeah. So the way I look at this when I look back, and of course, there's always a lot of, well, if I could have, then I would have. But I don't want to focus on that. But what I do know for sure is that my family's discomfort, and when I say family, I specifically really mean my parents, mm-hmm. you know, because they're the, they were the biggest critics of my choice to do adult films. But I also know that my parents' discomfort and disapproval was rooted just as much in the relationship that I was in and the fact that they did not like that person very much. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because, because they saw things that I did not see until much later, such as the fact that it was like kind of codependent, and I mean like really codependent, mm-hmm. and not a very healthy relationship. And it led me to some bad places for my mental health. So I definitely think that on my end, and probably both my parents and I, I know my parents for sure did conflate my career doing porn Mm -hmm. with my relationship with my ex. Yeah. Also, I've never been able to convince them to believe me when I say that while, yes, I did go into porn after I met my ex, it wasn't his idea to get me to do, he didn't try to convince me to do porn and go, let's move to California. You should do porn now. Like it was entirely my idea. And I brought the idea to him and he was like, sure, I'm cool with that. Like I'll help you. That was essentially what happened. Yeah. Whereas of course my parents, I think they're coming from a mentality of like, oh, our, our innocent daughter who like and it makes sense because my family sees a totally different side of me and I think it's probably very hard for them any of them extended family everyone to know me in Mm -hmm. IRL Mm -hmm. and then reconcile that with like wait this person does sex work how they don't see me as like a sexual and it makes I don't look at my family members and think about their sex lives like that's not what I want to think about Nope, not me either. You know, so it's, it, I think it's, it's kind of, and that's where I guess I just, when I first entered the porn industry in 2012 and ended up having to have conversations, very hard conversations with my family about my decision, I didn't do a good job at all of defending it. I, I, I essentially didn't really try to defend it that much. It, I just kind of like, 
was like, well, I, if if you don't accept it, then I can't help you there. And, ah, the follies of youth. Yeah. But except... I also didn't have the vocabulary at that time to say, to describe, like, sex work is work. Like, I'm pretty sure that I tried to argue to my parents that they shouldn't have a problem with me doing porn, or they should have less of a problem with me doing porn because it's legal. <laughs> As opposed to, like, Just, escort work. Which you is know? illegal, but which would still be okay. Exactly. So at the time, of course, I internally was like, I have no judgment about any of this. It's all a form of sex work, and I'm fine with it. But I was like, again, didn't really have vocabulary at the time to describe the difference. And but you don't think, but your so parents if I had that conversation now with my parents, were like, hey, I'm gonna go back to this industry. They they'd be, be like, happy. have you lost your fucking mind? Yeah. No, absolutely. I I actually have thought about what that conversation could look like, and I'm not entirely convinced that my mom would not try to get me to go, like, to a psych ward or something. Like, it might. That might be her response. I don't know. Mm. But so um, it's concerning. Yeah. To put it lightly. <laughs> and then, you know, you do have a a real, a, I say real job. Like sex work is a real job, but you have an, you I have, have a civilian a, You have a civilian nine job. to five yeah. job. Yeah. Which I love. Mm-hmm. I love it. I I have to say like, is it? I don't think that any job, like, this is just a, me just describe, like, I'm just gonna say that it's the horror of capitalism, that, like, you can't, it's not possible to have a job that you're, like, entirely fulfilled by. That's not mm-hmm. the point of living or existence. So I don't expect to find a job in my life where I'm like, this is perfect, I'm happy all the time, this is the best job I've ever had. Like, there's no flaws in this job at all. Like, there's going to be shitty parts of all work. Yeah. That's why it's work. <laughs> it's true. However, I can appreciate having work that checks a few boxes that are important, such as being paid fairly, mm-hmm. you know, having a, a reasonable amount of risk or very little risk, maybe ideally, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so those are some things that I have at my current job. Like there's really, I don't have, there's really no risk inherent in what I do. Right. Right now. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm literally at a desk all day. Like the work itself could be a little more fulfilling, I'd say. Like it's not the most stimulating thing I've ever done in my life, but it's definitely, every day is different and it's definitely stimulating enough and I'm using my brain. Yeah. So that's fantastic. The downsides, though, are, are you like... you saying that you don't use your brain when you do porn? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a good catch, though. I don't want anyone listening to think that that's what I'm saying. I'm not contrasting that with porn. I'm saying, like, I actually have had jobs since I retired from porn where I wasn't using my brain that much. Um, like, non-porn, like, less uh, skilled jobs, and it's not very fulfilling. Yeah. You know, you're just like, well, I'm just here. <laughs> here I am. Uh, yeah. One of those jobs was, um, oh, never mind. I'm not going to say that. It's going to sound insulting if I say that. I was going to say that when I was a bartender for like two months. I was using a different rem- part of my brain. I remember that. It, I was just on autopilot a lot, essentially, because I worked in a type of bar where you just get the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. 
and I had like no control over the it was a circumstances hotel of my work. Yeah, it wasn't. It was not ideal. Um, so, yeah. So, um, uh, I'm getting off topic. I think because I was trying to get to a certain point, but essentially, like, I wouldn't expect to have any job that is perfect for me in every way, which is right. why having already done sex work and knowing that with, when it comes to just like the circumstances of the work Mm -hmm. and like the job that I was doing, I loved it. And that's why I really, the more I think about it, I'm like, I have no problem with this work. The only, I only ever absorbed other people's problems with the work I did. Namely my parents. (laughs) And it feels a little weird now Mm -hmm. to be 31. Cause I turned 31 a couple months ago. And yeah. be basing my career choices on what your on my parents' approval. Yeah, I get it. You know, it's like do I? I just don't know. And and then to go further, the fact that I also know that their approval is heavily flawed. Yeah, because you know, human beings. Because are, they're a different generation, and human beings different are, values for are me. allowed to be imperfect and flawed. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just so much to think about with this whole, with everything. Um, the family is like the biggest con I would mm-hmm. say is, and partly because I just don't love, I don't love confrontation and I don't love having tough conversations. And so the idea of having to sit down and talk to my parents, be like, Hey, I'm going to do porn again. Well, my is family, terrifying. my family loves you. So if your parents are like, if you do this, we'll, We're done with you until you've decided to change the error of your sinning ways. You are always welcome at my family table. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. That's, I think that's a really common experience with people in porn. It wasn't something I had a chance to have direct conversations and talk to people about when I Mm -hmm. lived in California, but I definitely got the sense that it was the case with a lot of other performers that I knew. Yeah. And one particular performer who became a, somewhat close friend of mine would have like an orphan's Thanksgiving. I think I mentioned that in a past episode, but you know, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people's families are not fucking cool with it. And it's, you know, I should be able to move fluidly back and forth from whatever job I fucking want without people thinking my entire personality has changed because of what I do for a living. Would you try (laughs) to keep your civilian job? And just be like, up, oh, I'm going away for the weekend. No, I don't. So the reason I would do, I would not want to do that out of respect for the job. Um, I'm not like in a really public facing position, but there are times when I have conversations that are a little more public facing. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't, I just, it's mostly that I wouldn't want to put any of my coworkers or my boss in a position to like feel like they needed to defend something I did because some conservative dumb client had some shit to say, you know? Alright, I wanna I wanna pivot. Yes. Because those two cons are way more personal. Like they are your personal experience. But I would like to talk about some cons that are like for anyone who's thinking about sex work. Okay. So good idea. How you know, cause it's it's a job. Mm-hmm. You get you do I9, you gotta do all that. Yes. 
how does, it's a business. You're, how is but, yeah. how does running a business when it is a porn business hard? Because I worked in the banking industry, and I know that for business accounts, personal account, they're the banks that I've worked for have had sort of like, uh, we don't really want to work with these type of customers. <laughs> yeah. We have it's mostly it was mostly like for yeah. like for weed and mm-hmm. stuff, and it's like if it's a hint that it could be for drugs, we don't really want our we yeah. don't really want to be involved with it. But yeah. you know, banks do have like a morality clause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a huge concern. So a little bit after I made the Snapchat and had started seeing income from that, I realized like, well, I should do something that I can you believe never did before. Yeah, I can't believe years that. ago. And formed an LLC. <laughs> to make it like an official business where my finances from that are separate mm-hmm. from my personal finances. Um, and I don't even remember what the reasoning was for never filing an LLC before back in the day. But ultimately, honestly, you know, it's probably good that I didn't because it probably would have made the um, divorce and leaving that relationship far more complicated because we would have definitely both had our names on it and then it would have been like splitting up a fucking company instead of just nullifying a a legal document Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um yeah so i have now formed an llc and so i'm prepared to like kind of do whatever businessy things i want to do with that except i haven't been able to take the next step in it yet because I'm sitting here thinking, how the fuck do I have a business bank? How do I get a business bank account? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I, I could ask other people who are in the industry because like essentially the first time around, I just had a joint personal bank account with my ex. We put all the money in that account. We didn't, I, I didn't have a separate business bank account. Yeah, but then you Which, were also again, talking about really dumb, not very smart to have done it that way. But, but also, but, you've talked about how there are certain institutions that will see yeah, assets. Yeah, Chase they, Bank yeah. is yeah. If you Google like porn star Chase Bank, you'll find a bunch of news stories from like a couple years ago where Chase Bank froze the accounts of a bunch of people they confirmed or suspected of doing any form of sex work, including adult performers, and fr- froze their assets. And just shut down their accounts with absolutely no warning. Mm. And I don't believe they're the only bank to have done it, but they were definitely like the bi- the highest profile case where there were like dozens of performers that this happened to. Um, so yeah, and it's like <laughs> it's kind of nuts to me that like you could be you know a, a an ethical business owner and just the bank doesn't want your type of business represented Mm -hmm. and like no we'd rather not have you as a customer so i don't know i've been doing some research and looking at options but i still haven't decided and to be honest like all pretty much every small business bank option would require me to go in person and meet with a banker to set up an account which is horrifying because i'm like how do i then you have to have a discussion with a stranger about yeah. how, what this business account is for. Yeah, and it and, and leads me to go like, well, is there a way I can like give them less information and like be like, oh, it's social media. like, Or it's entertainment. 
Right. And but then they're gonna be like, what kind? And I'll be like, I show people my butt on Snapchat. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> and like, I just don't want to. That's such a terrible conversation. Like, why can't I just? Ugh. Because well, <sighs> you can't just do that because then there are people who would take advantage of that and create like yeah shady business accounts. Agree. I get it. But it's like, how do I prove? I can't prove, especially not where we don't necessarily <laughs> reside in the in a place that's like the most open-minded of all places. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. We could be worse off. Oh yeah, but, but it's we're not in Los Angeles. No. We're not in a hotbed of porn stars. Nope. We're not in Vegas. <laughs> I can't expect to walk into a bank branch and have an open-minded person waiting for me on the other end. Yeah, that's 100% <laughs> true. So I don't know what the fuck to expect. I've looked at like some small business banking options that seem to be online only, but I'm like still like ah, maybe but maybe this isn't like the right type of account. Yeah. I don't know. So there's so much to think about there. If anyone if anyone who ends up listening to this who's a business banker knows what the fuck they're doing, please help. <laughs> If literally, if someone listening to this works at a bank. Yeah, not, but not me. I did personal, I did personal <laughs> banking. I didn't do business banking. That was a whole other ball game that I never wanted to get involved in. It sounds terrible to be honest. Honestly, just being a banker in general sounds pretty terrible. It was pretty bad. That's why I'm no it longer a banker. seems like a, a really banker. depressing job. Yeah. That's why I'm no longer a banker. <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out of it. What was what else are do, are we what other cons are there to discuss? Our here? favorite um, our favorite con Fasta Sesta. Oh God. Fasta Sesta. So it's so disappointing to see that as the porn industry has grown and opened itself up a little more to different interests, different body types, like I'm seeing more overlap than I've ever seen before with the trans community and like the quote unquote mainstream Mm -hmm. straight porn community where like it's there's so much less stigma now which is really good because when I was in it there was still ridiculous amounts of like transphobia and it was just kind of everywhere and so a lot of that is it's it's just really nice and encouraging to see yeah. it's one of the reasons so it's one of the reasons why you're feeling like now is a good time to yes. come back yeah because i'm like oh shit like look it's my peeps <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i see my peeps like i see more of my peeps now um <laughs> which i i saw them before but now it's but just now like it's... a little more out in the open and yeah like, yeah so uh, um what, what was it? But Faustin. Yes. It. Okay. Thank you. So I was going to say that like, it's, it's so great to see so, some of these very positive developments. And then here comes Sesta Fosta to fucking quash it by censoring the fuck out of everyone. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't realize because even just like, so before I made the real Siri PS Instagram account, you know, just running after adult on Instagram, like our podcast Instagram account. We're not really posting, like, explicit material, you know? No. It's mostly, like, We're posting illustrated it graphics. We're talking about as yeah. material. Yeah, but it's not visually explicit material. Yeah. So, like, we've had... I've had the podcast account. I made it when I made the podcast a year ago. 
um, or the Instagram account. And we've never gotten a warning. Like, then again, it doesn't have like hundreds of thousands of followers or anything like that. But I mean, for having, you know, close to 2000 followers at this point, Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever received a single flag notice for our account being reported for anything. Yeah. Whereas on my, the real Siri PS Instagram account that has only existed for like a month and a half, Mm um, I've already gotten a couple warnings. Um, I got a warning from Snapchat that was like, your account's in danger of being deleted, which I've now realized happens all the time to everyone who has the whole private Snapchat set up. Mm-hmm. It's just a risk of doing that. Yeah. Um, all of this is directly because of FOSTA SESTA. What do like, they... they were deleting accounts before, yeah. sure. But now they're so heavy handed with the censorship. It's it's ridiculous. It's, so it's like what unbelievable. What do they think private Snapchats are for? If, um, why would they even start that that branch of so business? Let me this. I'll describe this to you because I'm assuming um, that a lot of people who haven't either owned, like, run their own private Snapchat or subscribe to someone else's private Snapchat maybe don't understand the mechanics of exactly what's going on. But essentially, you're right. I sure don't. <laughs> so, um, Snapchat, the company who makes the Snapchat app very clearly states in their terms and conditions that you are not supposed to post anything pornographic or explicit on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. So that's the official word from the Snapchat people on what can be on Snapchat. So it's not that different from, say, Instagram, who says you can't post literally anything. (laughs) That's Instagram's unlike... Instagram doesn't say... No female presenting nipples on Instagram. You can't post, you can't post someone touching someone else's, like if I post a photo of like a hand on my boob. Mm -hmm. Even if it's your hand? Like my clothed boob. Yes, that could get me deleted. But, but not because that goes against their terms and conditions, but because they look at the overall profile and they'll say, this person looks like a sex worker and this is a post of a hand over a clothed boob. We now need to delete this account. That's it's, rude. It's the most intense form of censorship. It's it's that's why I say it's like it's not unbelievable. Like I can totally believe it, but it's unbelievable if that makes sense. Um, so it's it's incredibly frustrating. Um, so the back to Snapchat and how that works. Um, so private Snapchats are not a thing that Snapchat, the company, is like, hey, y'all, come get your private Snapchats. A private Snapchat is simply someone choosing to use one of dozens, probably hundreds, of third-party solutions Mm -hmm. to sell people access to their existing Snapchat account. And so what I do is I just have a Snapchat. I don't advertise what the username is. You, The only way you know the username is if, I guess, if you've already been friended by me before Mm -hmm. um in the past or because you subscribe on the platform that i'm using for payments which is called fancentro it's like probably one of the biggest ones and so they process they do all the payments essentially like the people who join my thing they go to that website they pay that company the company keeps 25 percent of everything i get paid out and then they send me automatic notifications. So it's like an automated system. It'll say, like, this person's username has joined your Snapchat. Add them here. So okay. I add them, and now they're able to view my stuff on Snapchat. Oh, okay, I get it. 
So it's just like having a private, it's like if you had a private Instagram account, you have to approve all your followers, mm -hmm. except I know in advance who's actually paid and I only approve those people. Mm, okay, I get it. So yeah. it's really like a Snapchat hack mm. <laughs> and it's definitely against Snapchat terms and conditions. So it's Snapchat fully has the right to be like, I don't fucking want these people to do this. I will delete their account. Um, doesn't mean that I agree with that. Like Snapchat also can't prevent people from like finding clever ways to profit from the platform that they created. You know? Yeah. What if What if I just did capitalism? What if I just did a private Snapchat that was just me baking? Um. They would... technically I don't. So I would need to actually read the full terms and conditions to see if they have an explicit thing that says like you're not allowed to ever charge people to look at your snaps. Mm. They very well might. What I do remember is that when it was like a year before I, um, it was like back in 2013 or something like that, when Snapchat was like just really gaining steam, that there was, was way before Fancentro and all the other current existing paid, like premium slash paid Snapchat platforms, there was one that sort of was called Snap Girls, and they like immediately got a cease and desist letter mm. from Snapchat. For using Snap in the name of the company. Got it. Um, but they essentially were like the first company that I was made aware of that was doing this. That was like, hey, we're going to process payments so you can like charge people to look at your Snapchat. Um, but it's clearly like, despite all of Snapchat's best efforts to continually delete people's accounts for selling access or posting explicit material on Snapchat, mm -hmm. like if you go to any like premium Snapchat kind of like where people are selling this access, you'll see that like a lot of the top adult performers and like sex workers are clearly making this kind of their bread and butter. And soon I will be too. It's like a, It'll it's, just it could be, be a main source of income easily and for soon, someone. Yeah. And soon I'm going to be doing it too. It's just going to be snaps of me baking mm -hmm. and shaving my legs once a month. And kittens maybe? And kittens. Okay. You cool with that, babe? <laughs> okay. he's good with that so see it's always important to discuss these boundaries with your partner before yeah. you embark on a journey of private snapchats <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is so let me know in the comments if you would really be interested in that because you know what I bake some really good stuff oh my god and my leg hair whoo Epic. It's it's really A plus. It's high quality leg hair. High quality leg hair. <laughs> Chef kisses galore. I'm just saying, Rachel, be prepared for someone to ask you to send them your leg hair shavings. Dude, if you pay me enough money, I'll send you leg hair shavings. <laughs> it's capitalism, baby. <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, it's true though I'm so, like <clears throat> anyway yes it's capitalism commodification mm -hmm. of your bodies it's just it's just the next step mm -hmm. yeah that's that's one thing that I it's think like is men, the coolest part of it's of like men selling it's like yeah. men selling their spunk yeah exactly or like you going and selling your plasma mm -hmm. you just don't get a cookie at the end I know. Or a juice box? Do they give you juice box? I don't know. Um, Commodification of bodies. Yeah. It's capitalism, baby. Yeah, so, like, why why not 
work with it to your advantage in a way that does as little harm personally yeah. as possible. So are we going to put the link? I have to our- say that I feel more at a desk job like I'm selling my body than I ever have before because my back is fucked. Oh, yeah. I just want a standing desk. Like, why is it so hard to just get a standing? I just want to stand. I have a standing desk upstairs. I bet it sucks in its own way. It's probably like a different kind of suck. It does kind of suck in its own way. <laughs> um, but it's mostly fine. Yeah. Also, my eyes, because I, like, stare at tiny letters and, like, read all day. And blue screen. My eyes are... I need to, like, get a new prescription ASAP. Or you need to just get the... Or you need to get the... They make glasses there specifically for if you're looking at a computer all day. Ugh. Or they'll put... Or they can put, like, a tint. Or they can put a tint on your glasses. Oh, cool. So I can look like the, the one, like kid everyone has like a kid who they went to middle school with who had transitions lenses at like age 11 yeah that was me yeah don't make fun of me okay please don't make fun of me but i mean i was usually jealous because like your parents got you transitions like but no so my parents are like no your eyes don't need help it doesn't it doesn't really show up it's not like i have a i have the protective blue screen coating it's not Mm -hmm. like it's okay yeah it doesn't look like it it doesn't look like so, anything. Not on these That's glasses. Cool. It's on a different pair of glasses, oh, but I'm it, sure it's still it's fine. So, travel. We also well, we I think we talked through travel mostly. I mean, that could be a con as well. It would definitely be a pain in the butt. I would just have to be very careful to arrange it where I'm not traveling more often than I want to be. I'd have to figure out what my boundaries are. Yeah, because I've never traveled that much that I really know like what is the limit of what I could handle. Yeah. But I definitely think that even if I traveled to L.A. like for half the month every month, like if I did like a week there and a week back, it I, I have no doubt that it would still be saving money. <laughs> I'd still pay probably. less money doing that than I would just fucking moving there. Like Probably. Uh, so, all right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Um, yeah. Just a few... We talked things. through a lot. Thank yeah. you for helping me with my pro and con list. You're welcome. Just a few things. Um, one, let us know if you think Adrian should return to porn work. <laughs> Two, let us know you if you're that all the people listening to this who would consider themselves a fan are going to be like, of course. Like, <laughs> Two, let us let me know if I should start a private <laughs> Snap account for <laughs> for myself. I will not. Also, be that could be a Patreon tier. Oh, you, oh yeah, yeah. We could totally make if you if you donate enough money, mm-hmm. you can get our private stat. Oh my god! <laughs> you can get behind oh that paywall, baby. I I think that one of the things I want to do also. Sorry, I'll let you finish and then. Oh, I was I'll just gonna say. Um, so we'll be throwing links at the bottom mm-hmm. um, that will have the our website, which is after adult. Dot com. Com. Uh, Which I'm not updating as much now. It's more like mostly social media focused. So. Our Instagram At, will have... After Adult on Insta. Um, series Instagram and mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. I thought you were... I thought oh, we were it's At thing. The Real Siri PS on both. Mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter. Um, the PS stands for Pizza Slut. The... If you... <laughs> 
if you want to our oh, patreon pizza. do we have a patreon did we do no that? i haven't made it. well so technically i made it i just haven't like it's not you can't publicly find it because i haven't created tiers and like decided on all that yet because i'm like throwing ideas around still i said i was gonna do it this summer but we both know how the summer has gone yeah. so it hasn't happened yet um not our patreon <laughs> but suggest tiers that Imagine. you would personally like to that you're like oh yeah that makes sense people are just gonna be like can there just be a ass photo tier <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine with I'm fine with posting pictures of donkeys for a tier. Don't, <laughs> Donkey. don't worry about it. Um, One we'll tier have, that someone suggested to me on uh-huh. Reddit that I was like, that's cool. I will definitely do that. Yeah. And this would be a thing that you would not have to be responsible for. Uh-huh. It would be like an NSFW me only tier. Uh-huh. But I think it'd be fun just for me to do it because I'd get a kick out of it. Is like me doing a director's commentary on my own porn scenes. Oh, <laughs> Where, like, I basically record myself watching them and then, like, pause, be like, pause. Oh, this thing, like, BTS information and, like, weird random things. I mean, if you were comfortable, you would know, I would do you it. Because <laughs> I'm here for the work. I am a professional. We can talk about that and, yes. and your where your boundaries might be in that. So... Um, but do you want to include a link for the website for if people want your private snap? Sure. So we'll they include can check that it below. out. They can look at it. Be prepared for some butts. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, you know, butts, 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 but, but, butts, butts, everybody, butts, butts. Oh, wait, we didn't have the rights to this song. No, we do. Cause we're changing it. It's Cause we're changing now. it. It's parody now. Okay, good. Um, thanks so much for listening. <laughs> um, please remember that if, the Reddit 50,000 subscribers on the r slash Siri porn star subreddit. And we'll do an AMA. Will result in an AMA on that. Um, I mean, Adrian will do an AMA. Yeah. You can ask me questions on the AMA. Yeah, you but, can, of course. But I think we all know who we're really here for. It's fine. <laughs> um, and if we get a thousand people to give us reviews, my mom will come and watch yes. Boogie Nights with us and we'll talk about porn with us. Oh my God. I'm so excited about that. Thanks so we much. We have 53 reviews right now. So like, get your Step asses in gear. Up. We have 16 or like almost 1700 Instagram followers now. So come on guys. You can just come post, on. you can just put like five stars and a peach emoji. Yeah, like whatever. you don't whatever. have to like write a whole, just, just... Just leave a... Just come on. Just... 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 Just leave... Literally someone please leave a a review on iTunes that just says... Yeah. Um, It's fine. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. We love you. Thanks for joining me, Rachel. Thanks for joining me, Adrian. Aw. Bye. Thanks for joining each other. Oh, well, that sounded weird. Bye.